0: This is The Edge of the ether, where we explore the unknown, dive into forgotten realms, and contemplate reality. I am Bubba Gump.
1: And I am Wonton.
0: And today, we dive into Yeti, Yowie, Wendigo, Cholulu, Sasquatch, Bigfoot! Big This is not a podcast. This is a journey.
1: Today we're going to share some stories with each other about Bigfoot. Uh, I found a bunch in our home state here, New York. How's that sound?
0: Sounds so fun.
1: (laughs) Okay, Bubba, (laughs) let's get going.
0: Sounds great, (laughs) Wanda.
1: According to Bigfootmap.com, a website that maps... um, Public sightings and people can submit their own, their own sightings, recordings, audio tracks. Looking at the
0: map, like a majority of them are just in the U.S.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm wondering if it's because it's a U.S. based site
0: or yeah, that yeah, could
1: be. Um, there's a few over here in Spain. The Switzerland, Austria, Italy region.
0: There's, Like absolutely none in Russia.
1: <laughs> no, I wonder. Maybe they're just not. They're not
0: bigfoot friendly.
1: <laughs> they're oh not, no, because remember? the
0: Yetis are up there. not Yeah, bigfoot.
1: yeah. Remember that story about that those hikers being uh, murdered. That documentary. There's documentary about
0: right. it. Well, I guess when they could not. It. I guess they could not post. On the Bigfoot side, of their are dead. So.
1: <laughs> There's a documentary called Russian Yeti: The Killer Lives. It's on the Discovery Channel. We watched it when we were in high school. We're 25 now. We <laughs> watched this when we were like 17. Remember?
0: It's okay. It's, it's coming it, back to you. Was that the uh, movie where the Bigfoot like bites the guy's face in half? I think so. Okay. It we... wasn't
1: a it was a documentary you're thinking of? Oh
0: no, I'm thinking of a movie.
1: Oh this was a documentary. The blurb says in nineteen fifty nine, nine Russian students died mysteriously while hiking. Explorer Mike Lebecki reinvestigates the mystery and finds clues suggesting the cause of the horrific events could be the work of the creature thought only to exist in folklore. Ooh. The Yeti.
0: The Yeti. Okay, that's this is the movie I'm talking about. Abominable.
1: Oh. oh my god. 2006
0: is actually like really scary. <laughs> real? Oh my oh,
1: god. Little Creek. So according to the Wikipedia page again, they died in the northern Ural Mountains. Hopefully I'm saying that right? Where is that? Um in northern Russia. It was okay. led by Igor Dyatlov. Overnight something caused them to cut their way out of their tent and flee the campsite while inadequately dressed for heavy snowfall and sub-zero temperatures. After the group's bodies were discovered, an investigation by Soviet authorities determined that six of them had died from hypothermia, while the other three had been killed by physical trauma. One victim had major skull damage, two had severe chest trauma, and another had a small crack in his skull. Four of the bodies were found lying in running water in a creek, and three of these four had damaged soft tissue of the head and face. Two of the bodies had missing eyes. One had a missing tongue, and one had missing eyebrows.
0: I do remember watching this now.
1: Yeah, remember it was they, creepy. F-
0: they found like one of the, I guess, the hikers or like one of the group members dead, and then like they kept didn't they start splitting apart, or did they just all die at once?
1: I think they were found at. Different areas? Yeah, I thought I'm not so. Sure.
0: Yeah, anyways, that's creepy. I don't uh, think like it's hard to believe a yeti would live up there. Or a Bigfoot. Because there's no nutritional value up there. Maybe. I mean, that we know of. I guess. They could
1: eat animals. Yeah. They're set to eat deer around here.
0: Ooh. Baby raccoons?
1: <laughs> no! no. <laughs> not the raccoons! <laughs> yeah, so that was, I think, our first uh, scary, scary Big thought of Bigfoot because we always just had fun talking about him in high school. <laughs>
0: yeah, and then you actually watch something. I was like, oh, this thing can smash your head in. <laughs> okay, picture this. We're walking through the woods at night, and I I say this because we've actually done this. We
1: have, many times. (laughs)
0: You're, You're walking through the woods at night. Pitch black. The moon's out. Clear night. You come up to a fork in the road, or a trail. You see, you turn the trail, and there he is. Nine foot, hairy man. What do you do? You is can't he run. looking at me? Yeah, red I eyes. You can't run? Red eyes. <laughs> you're I'm with a group. Okay, you're not with a group. You're by yourself.
1: <laughs> <I don't> no. <know. laughs> <laughs> no, even, <not> even better. <laughs> Wonton is alone.
0: <laughs> All wontons are alone.
1: <laughs> um, well, from stories I've read, they usually run. But I've read a few stories where they just. Come right up to you or try to chase you.
0: I have heard stories where the bigfoot like will take you into its family and what? Yeah, I remember. I can't. I can't remember what where I saw this. the bigfoot like adopted the person. <laughs> and it was living with baby bigfoots for a while. It just was sli- it a child? No, it,
1: it, was, like it was a adult? grown man. <laughs>
0: grown man is. Went living with
1: Bigfoots. (laughs) Okay, I think we need to source that. I believe you.
0: I'm pretty sure it was a TV show. Oh,
1: a fictional TV show.
0: Well, barely not to the sky. (laughs) The truth, but if you do come up to a yowie, (laughs) yowie, (laughs) yowie, in the woods. With no protection, or maybe just have bear spray, and he starts slowly walking towards you. I mean, I don't know what the hell you're supposed to do.
1: I think I would just say stay super still. No, I I think I'd back up slowly,
0: just based on the
1: stories I've read. Okay. What would you do?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what I would do. (laughs) I guess run towards it, because I'm sure no one's ever done that.
1: (laughs) You would die.
0: Maybe it would adopt me.
1: <laughs> Maybe
0: that's what I really want in my life is to be adopted to by a big Open his foot.
1: arms, give you a hug, and put carry me up you on his shoulders
0: <laughs> and truck me through the woods at night staring at the stars.
1: Dear <laughs> new fuzzy friend.
0: <laughs> my hairy chested friends. <laughs> Bring me into his group of sasquatches and hiding away in the mountains for 25 years.
1: They've got s'mores and hot chocolate already for you. Sasquatch s'mores. Sasquatch s'mores.
0: I'm copywriting that. (laughs) You better. I wonder how long they live for.
1: Oh yeah. Did you know that no Sasquatch remains have been found? (laughs) I wonder why.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's like they don't exist. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I think they're too elusive. If it's this hard to find them as a living species, there's no way you're going to be able to just casually find Bigfoot remains in hundreds of acres of forest. It's
0: true. Maybe especially
1: if you're not looking for them.
0: Also true.
1: I've also read on here that no no actual like organized search effort has ever been... Conducted to find remains. So of course, however remains can be found.
0: Okay. no one's been looking for them. And if they're super exotic or rare.
1: Yes, exactly. No
0: one can find them, so that makes sense. But, if the universe is infant, then a Sasquatch truly does exist somewhere on another planet. Somewhere,
1: <laughs> sure.
0: Or other planets. Or maybe our solar system. Maybe Bigfoots were here first.
1: A Bigfoot just floating through the gas of <laughs> Jupiter.
0: <laughs> Thriving in the gas of Jupiter.
1: <laughs> Shall we get into our stories?
0: Yes, let's get into the stories for the skunk ape.
1: Ooh, <laughs> I like that name, Bubba. <laughs> Thanks, wonton. <laughs> I do
0: want some Chinese food.
1: (laughs) I know. I think
0: this picture is very creepy.
1: Let me see. Ooh, petroglyphs.
0: (laughs) Alright, Wontan. Do I want to start? Yes, share your story of the ape man.
1: Here is an encounter uh, in New York State. I kept it local just so we have a little bit of Geography, we know to go off of. This first one is in Essex County. This is posted by witness Scott David Harris on the Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization website. So that's uh, an offshoot of BigfootMap.com. You could click on each sighting and it takes you to people's submitted stories on there. This one is from 1989 and 1993. Hmm. Which I saw seen a lot of um, sightings in New York around the '80s and '90s, more so than recent sightings.
0: A bigfoot boom, if you will.
1: <laughs> the bigfoot baby boomers.
0: <laughs> now we're in the bigfoot millennial generation.
1: Oh great! Can't wait for the Gen Z bigfoot.
0: <laughs> Bigfoots don't do shit these days.
1: <laughs> Maybe that's why they're nowhere to be yeah. found. <laughs> They
0: just don't work like they used to.
1: No. we are just trying to buy a house. They just don't have
0: sightings like, I mean, like the boomers. <laughs> Anyways.
1: Anyway. Okay. The first encounter is from 1989. I will just read his encounter. Okay. He was walking with two friends looking for one of the friend's brother. They were walking down an abandoned Lake Champlain and Mariah railroad track bed it was approximately 1.30 a m june twenty fifth nineteen eighty nine They heard a god-awful screaming noise coming from over the bank on the south side of the old railbed. sounded like metal was being ripped and thrown mm. Ooh. <laughs> 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 over that bank, there were a series of junked-out cars, some subarus, and an early sixties Chevy station wagon. One of my friends uttered the obligatory What was that?
0: (laughs) My god, what was that?
1: (laughs) And the noises stopped, almost like it heard us. I've heard this a few times. You can whisper, and they will hear you, and stop and stare. Or, in this case, worse.
0: (laughs) What's worse? (laughs) Throw fucking metal everywhere? (laughs) Pick up a Subaru and whip it?
1: (laughs) Maybe. The next thing we heard was the sound of something very large breaking through the heavy brush of the woods below us. So they were up on the top of a hill with railroad tracks and it banked down on the side. (gasps) Before we knew it, it was up the bank and standing right in front of us. In the dark, I couldn't see it, but I could tell that it was huge. There was a smell as well, almost like crossing a dead skunk in a deep bog. Nasty. (laughs) I bet!
0: Nasty. Nasty-ass
1: squatch. <laughs> My buddies took off, leaving me, because I was slow to react. I mean, I was scared, but sort of curious, too. I think he was just frozen so in fear.
0: it popped in front of him, and then what did they do? It, it ran off?
1: No, his friends ran off. Oh,
0: his, and he just stared at it.
1: Yeah. The thing, whatever it was, was right in front of me. I could feel its breath, hear it breathing. I was only there for a second or two and then started running. The thing took off after us. I could hear its feet on the gravel behind me. It stopped chasing just as we broke out onto the road and headed up the main street. I chanced to look back and could see its shadow just behind the brush. Mm. Whatever it was, it was big. A lot bigger than a man and I had never seen a bear move like that. The bank it climbed was at over a 45 degree angle Loose gravel and stone And covered with vines and heavy brush We tried to climb it the next weekend And it took the best of us over five minutes to climb it Mm. At that time We never bothered to look for tracks But there is one interesting note I stated above that there were junked cars On the south side of the rail bed One of these being an early 60s station wagon A big heavy car My friends and I had been in the area The week or so before the car had been on its wheels The weekend after the occurrence The car was on its roof pieces ripped from it and scattered around. That really scared me and I haven't been back since. (laughs) That's the end of his first encounter in 1989. His first encounter? Yeah, he had two.
0: Uh Well, I have one thing wrong with his story, but... What? If Sasquatch can run up a hill at a 45 degree angle, how did he not catch up to the guys?
1: I think he just stopped chasing them because they oh. went onto to the main road.
0: Okay, fair enough.
1: Yeah. And they tried climbing it the weekend after and no go. couldn't do it in that time. mere seconds like he did.
0: Sasquatch works out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sasquatch pumping. <laughs> pumping, pumping. Okay, th- so this is the only story I've read where... Actually, I've read one more. I've read very few stories where Sasquatch chases them. Okay. Usually, they're heard, and then if the Sasquatch does make itself seen, it just stares at them. It's never been... Actually aggressive. Yeah. It's very rare.
0: Interesting. Maybe there was a a family of squatches
1: around. Maybe. The other interesting thing is that Someone one of his friends said they heard they heard screaming, like the Sasquatch screaming, yeah. far away over the the end of the tracks. And one of his friends just said, What was that? And it, it heard it from that far away and I've heard that in a few stories.
0: It's creepy to think about if there were if there was out there a super beast in the woods. It all hears listening. everything you said. Everything. But then again, so what, it was ripping metal apart and whipping it?
1: I guess it was, it, at first they heard the sound of metal being ripped and thrown, and later they say that the 60s station wagon was on its roof, pieces ripped from it, and thrown everywhere.
0: Hmm. Maybe it was a dominance, and then maybe there was another squash in the area. And then I saw saw the people and then sprinted after them.
1: Ooh, he was angry.
0: Angry
1: angry boy. Angry boy. (laughs) (laughs) So he has another encounter, and this one I find far more terrifying. Okay, let's see. Me and a buddy of mine were cruising in his 85 LTD station wagon, the ultimate touring vessel, as it were, just out enjoying the late September weather. It was a beautiful September night, the 23rd of 1993. We drove up this four-wheel drive trail to the point where everyone parties. Every hick town has one. We know this. Yes,
0: this is very true.
1: (laughs) And the trail heads for Westport, New York. He wheeled the car around and parked with the rear facing the woods, the nose facing down the road we had just came on. I happened to look out the back window and could see something coming up behind the car. The LTD wagon had huge taillights and there was no guard over the license plate light. So the back of the car lit up the area nicely. This thing was big, black, and had its arm out like it was going to open the door on the driver's side. Oh my god! His friend was in the driver's side. (laughs) The part that scared me the most was the fact that the rear hatch of the wagon did not latch. It just kind of moved around, thumped when you hit a bump, that sort of thing. It was one of those things Matt was going to fix but never did. Anyway, I looked at Matt and said, Did you lock the doors? Matt said, Why? He said, Something's about to open the door. Oh my God. I
0: got shivers right now.
1: <laughs> Are your timbers shivered?
0: <laughs> Consider them shivered.
1: <laughs> Matt slammed the gear shift into drive and we took off out of there. I looked back and the thing stood up. It had to be over seven oh. feet tall. It was huge and black. Its eyes must have caught the tail light's glow because there was a red flicker in them.
0: Yeah, uh, no thank you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We never stopped until we got down to Port Henry, six or seven miles away. I live in a rural part of New York, just outside the blue line of the Adirondack Park. I know what bears look like, I know how they behave. Each one of these encounters was no bear. I still don't know what to call each of them. It seems to fit the Sasquatch theory, but why in the middle of nowhere? Where I live, they already have the tourist hook, the Lake Champlain monster. Each year, people with out-of-state plates flood the little town looking for the elusive critter. It's been almost ten years since my first encounter and a scant five since my last, and I still have no idea what exactly chased out of the woods we played in.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> back then, I mean, it would make more sense, especially when we were in the Anirondacks, because when I was just in the Anirondacks, there's nothing out there, no service, no nothing. I mean, that's... I mean, it's possible for yeah, sure. just to pull off on a side trail and then have an ape man come walk up to you try to open your door, no. <laughs> and it's creepy to think about it. he oh he he, he 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 reached for the door
1: he reached for the door, so that means he's
0: done it before,
1: right, I imagine so, he was crawling on the ground, oh like had his arms stretched about to reach for the door,
0: oh, and then he stood up and he said it was what how tall like.
1: Over seven feet tall. Yeah, the big dude. Glowing red eyes. Yeah. I've heard red and yellow eyes. Yep,
0: I've heard red as well.
1: There's some good activity in the Adirondacks. Yeah. And the Catskills in New York also.
0: Next uh, podcast we will, uh, we will go feature the Adirondacks and go in the woods and uh, do some Sasquatch calling.
1: <laughs> Take a little podcast trip.
0: <laughs> if we don't return, then... Uh,
1: you know what's happened.
0: <laughs> Consider us dead. <laughs> Reading this online, um, about Theodore Roosevelt in his uh, eighteen ninety three book, The Wilderness Hunter, he writes a story when he was told by an elderly mountain man, uh, in which he uh, tells a story of a foul, foul smelling bipedal creature ransacked his beaver trapping, trapping camp. It stalked them and later became hostile when it fatally broke his companion's neck in the wilderness in the Idaho-Montana border. And that was back in
1: 1983. Oh my so, god.
0: It's, I mean, stories have been around. I mean, I'm pretty sure, probably even farther, back, like, yeah, right here, the Iroquois and 1847
1: stories. I have. I have no idea. I've never heard of the Lake Champlain monster. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it it's... Loch Ness type yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. Oh.
0: There's actually one on the way to uh, Blutchworth. There's a little there's like a mini lake. I think it's over by Warsaw. And they they have a sign out there like whatever they call the lake like they call it a monster there too. Like you could go there and look for it.
1: That's pretty cool. It's a
0: local one. It's like
1: oh, I love the little local legends. Cryptids, the Bigfoot town, the famous Bigfoot town in New York is Whitehall, New York. Have you ever heard of it? No. It's at the base of the Adirondacks. There's stories of rocks being tossed at people who are hiking. Just that's
0: I hear that all the time. Me the too. rocks and the tree knocking. And yes. The... Some people have alleged nighttime sightings have stated that the creature's eyes glow yellow or red. However, eyeshine is not present in humans or any other known apes. So the proposed explanations for observed eyeshine off the ground in the forest include owls, raccoon, possums, perched in the foliage. That's
1: interesting that it's not common in other apes.
0: He's not one of us.
1: He is... he is not one, <laughs> one of us. <those> <laughs> it's from Lion King. Oh,
0: I thought you were just
1: singing it. <laughs> Thank you for joining us.
0: I can always join in and sing along.
1: <laughs> in Whitehall, New York, Bigfoots have been seen on golf courses.
0: like in 18 holes. <laughs>
1: Famous for giant tracks being found all around town and accounts of a seven to eight foot tall animal, around 400 pounds, 400. described with red eyes and a horrible scream. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now there's also the the giant, oh God, I'm going to mess this up.
1: Gigantopithecus.
0: Let, let me take a crack at it.
1: Gigantopithecus. <laughs> you trying to do the goose noise?
0: Huh
1: <laughs> did you just pass a kidney stone?
0: <laughs> I think I have to go to the hospital. Giganto, gigantopithecus. Yes. <laughs> the, yes. <laughs> the gigantopithecus. Which is extinct actually, so I mean
1: What is that? Is that
0: it's uh it's exactly pretty much a a Bigfoot. Oh. That's extinct. Let me pull up a picture for you. Okay. And we'll
1: Why did it go extinct? Was this uh early Jurassic period we're looking at here? <laughs> no, or no. is it an offshoot of the orangutan?
0: This is how <laughs> So oh my
1: god. For all
0: our fans that are listening.
1: That's a Gigantopithecus?
0: Yes. The largest ape that have ever lived.
1: So I mean, maybe they're not fully extinct.
0: They are an absolute hunk of an ape. <laughs> I mean, we are talking gigantic. Maybe that's why they call it Gigantopithecus.
1: I'm sure. <laughs>
0: Let's see here. The biggest size, 3 meters tall, over 500 kilograms. Enormous bulk and brute strength. Safe from predators, it lived alongside of it including tigers, leopards and black bears. So the fact that this thing could just demolish a black bear, a leopard and a tiger, can you, you have imagine to worry about that? Just it's absolutely insane. It's let's see. So, three meters, which is about ten feet tall, and four hundred to six hundred pounds, so it's that's a big boy, big boy Gigantopithecus was immensely strong and to lift fallen trees and toss aside fairly sized vehicles.
1: Jeez, I have heard that they snap trees
0: maybe maybe it's a maybe that was its ancestor, and it just learned to. But where would they, like, live is my question.
1: I don't know. Where are the fossils of that found? Asia. Oh. Yeah, I've heard. They could have migrated up through Russia over to Alaska and down to North America over time.
0: And then they, like, where would Bigfoots live, though? Underground?
1: Underground?
0: Yeah, that's why we don't find them. They have an underground labyrinth of Bigfootery.
1: I think it's <laughs> I think it's the I mean, if you look at this map that we're looking at, oh yeah That's a good. lot of the concentrations are in wooded areas, like you know we've been to the Adirondacks, we know that it's a huge
0: it's just a massive
1: park, yeah, it's a massive park, there's no way everyone is everywhere at all times, there's not people in every. ...dense part of the woods out there. Very true. You know, it's, um...
0: Is there any sightings in the water of anywhere? And what about ocean, um, coastal sightings? A lot of those are There's
1: there. a lot of coastal sightings in California. And Oregon but None and... in the
0: desert, I see. Not a lot of No, these.
1: there's almost nothing in the... In, like, Nevada, Wyoming, Utah. So, which
0: means people are seeing something bigfoot or not like
1: yeah like i i'm actually surprised that there's not more in colorado because i've been to colorado many times my cousin lives out there and the ad or not the adirondacks the the rockies are creepy hmm. like there's some creepy feelings you get walking you know, around the rockies at night
0: yeah there's <laughs> grizzlies up there right
1: yeah there's yeah, mountain lions like, yeah definitely. I've had a close encounter with a mountain lion there before. But there's like... There's creepy feelings you get. And there's some sightings here, but most of them are just... uh, Most of them are truly just like glimpses that people have gotten. And there's not as dense of stories as... um, As... Other states, like in Colorado, I've noticed that a lot of the stories are people who see them just like off the road once in a while. Oh, okay. So they seem to come closer to the road in Colorado, but at the same time, there's roads in the mountains in Colorado.
0: Yeah, that's true. Okay. So
1: maybe that's why, but.
0: Um, Washington State's interesting. Washington. How many there is?
1: There's a ton in Washington State. If you look over. Oh wow! Look at that. That's the coast of yeah.
0: Looking at the map, it's Oregon just dotted and Seattle. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. I think that's mostly to do with like where the picture was taken of a famous Bigfoot picture, probably. Then...
1: Yeah. Being in Washington. Yeah. There's a lot of constant new sightings in Washington State, also that I haven't noticed in many other states. Um, but the concentrations are truly around national forests, national parks, mountain ranges. Uh, some hiking trails. There's There's a few coastal occurrences. I find most of the coastal ones are in California. Okay. And I'm no expert on Californian geography. But I do know that they have a lot of, like, higher hills and yeah, ranges sure. yep. that overlook the water. So, they seem to like the hill areas. Um
0: don't like sand
1: no sand for the foot maybe it makes their feet hot they just have bare feet
0: <laughs> maybe that's why they come out at night because they can't walk on the road the asphalt Ooh. too too spicy for them
1: too spicy for the little piggies
0: <laughs> <laughs> what about uh mexico or south america is there anything in there
1: let's see I do have Just cause I, a few more stories. They gotta too. be sweating. Oh my do god, they I sweat? Know. They must. Maybe that's why they're stinky.
0: So skunkied.
1: They don't know how to shower. Maybe they do.
0: My god, they live among us.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing in Mexico. <laughs> they stop at the works, border.
0: Right? <laughs> Actually, wow, there's a lot in Florida. I'm surprised.
1: There, Yeah, there's a few. There's like very few on the border, maybe like 10 or so, hmm. the whole way from California, Arizona New Mexico, Texas they get dense in these green areas yep, again, yep. which makes me think that they tend more towards wooded areas there's
0: a well, yes, there's some up in Canada I was going to say, put that part right like upper Canada, I don't think that's a lot of uh, people live there
1: no there's also some in Alaska, but, and I've heard some scary stories out of Alaska about them, but there's there's just not as much of a density as there is, I mean, the whole, the entire East Coast, <laughs> literally over to, to, like, Oklahoma and Arkansas and Missouri is packed full of sightings, and the East Coast is, you know, a bit more lush than the West Coast, There's more places for them to hide.
0: Picture this. There's actually only 10 Bigfoots in the country. And it just constantly moves. And that's why the sightings are like that. Another old news uh, article. Bigfoot keeps lumberjack his love slave.
1: Oh, yes. Read it, (laughs) on.
0: There's a little snippet on the side here. Outraged wife. He's no longer the man I married. Well... (laughs) Let me tell you something.
1: <laughs> something about Bigfoot just makes if if all the that run.
0: If a Bigfoot's in a relationship with you, in an intimate one, you're not going to be the same man you were, I'll tell you that.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Never again. <laughs>
1: he changes you. Yeah. <laughs> Bigfoot.
0: This story from Newfane. Newfane's Bigfoot from 1980. A part time police officer had spent four years investigating the beast he says he first encountered while picking some corn for dinner. He didn't see it, but he saw three toed footprints left behind, and he heard it. It makes a screaming sound, he said as he lit a cigarette. I swear, it'll make the hair on your body stand up on the end. <laughs> it sounds just like a woman being myrtled.
1: Myrtle.
0: <laughs> Myrtle! <laughs> Sounds like a woman being mur- <laughs> murdered. It's terrible. <laughs> on March 8, <8th laughs> <laughs> on March 3rd, 1980, the above banner headline in the Courier Express read: "The officer has photos of Niagara County beast," with the story headline being "Bigfoot?" Question mark. It's supposed to be between five feet six inches and six feet tall and weighs 300 to 350 pounds. I hesitate to call it Bigfoot or Sasquatch. I just don't really know what to call it. Well, six, five foot six. I mean, that's my that's height. That's short. <laughs> it's just <laughs> a chubby man.
1: <laughs> that there's no Bigfoot.
0: <laughs> the photos of the animals' remains found by the hunters. The dogs later ran off with the rotting head <laughs> and feet of some creature, possibly a large fanged bear. Ooh interesting. Uh, other people are calling it a pure fantasy. Yeah, I mean, this was posted in the Buffalo News article from 1980. So, this Clarence Bigfoot here. Interesting. Ooh. <laughs> Most likely a jokester in a monkey suit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that. <laughs> so, this is in Erie County. It's 1998. During the summer... Okay, I'm fourteen the...
0: years old at that point. Okay.
1: <laughs> we're near I'm ready babies. to be
0: adopted by a Bigfoot.
1: <laughs> he smelled you. He smelled you. <laughs> smelled
0: my fresh baby skin. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this <is> kind of creepy. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is written in by an anonymous witness. Um, him and his girlfriend at the time were riding her father's four-wheeler through a forest near Leisurewood, which is a campground in western New York. In the past, younger children and adolescents, not excluding myself, have felt a menacing presence in the Mm. forests around Leisurewood, especially at night, but we've always dismissed it as just the creeps or something. But after what I saw, I'm convinced that something odd lives there, or was at least passing through. While riding our four-wheelers near some abandoned railroad tracks, I saw a flash of black cut into the woods, Estimated height was six five, but I had no time to guess, really. I dismissed it as just a figment of my imagination. Approaching about 9.30 and getting dark, we headed home, which involved going through a forest off of the normal trails. As we were riding over the motor, I heard a high-pitched whistling and a rustling not far behind us. We had to ride slow because we weren't on real trails, and when I looked back, I had the impression that a large black bulk was chasing us. Then the truly terrifying part occurred. I looked upon two yellow glowing eyes. Mm. We hauled our way home with my girlfriend seeing nothing and me not telling her to avoid scaring her. I still won't go back there. I'm not so sure that it was attacking. It may have simply been running us off, started by our motor. I've never heard anything like it in this area, except in Iroquois legends. If it were my guess, I'd say this creature was traveling from the Tonawanda Indian Reservation to some place more remote.
0: Yeah. Once again, re- no thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Chased out of leisure wood on a four-wheeler? Yeah,
0: I mean, I I... Paul. I mean, from every encounter, they say they can move quick, so...
1: Yeah. That's the thing, that first story where the guy outran it, quote-unquote. Yeah. I don't think he would have outran it. No, I think the thing was just trying to scare chase him off. off, right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's looking behind you what year was it? 98 you said 98. So yeah, you don't have i mean there's cell phones but there's like not like iphones or like any smartphone
1: there's no cell phones in 98 there's what? like those the brick phones. those giant yeah. phones yeah yeah
0: like there's you can't like take a picture of it obviously or no. anything like and if they were living back then or like you look back your girlfriend just right on the back of the four wheel and you look back and there's a oh, <laughs> Giant monkey man <laughs> with bright yellow eyes look at you,
1: chasing you. No thanks.
0: Yeah, it's, uh...
1: You could fare a little bit better on a on a four wheeler than yeah, two sure. legs, but yeah. not much. Yeah, at
0: least, at least he would grab her first. Also, so
1: <laughs> sacrifice. <laughs> so,
0: I mean, at least you're getting away unless he grabs the quad and you're just yeeted. Oh. Well.
1: He definitely, he definitely have the speed to grab up both. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah. He rides. He maybe just wants the four He'll ride it out of there.
1: Oh yeah. He's tired of walking. He's come a long way.
0: <laughs> Those big feet got her wrist.
1: <laughs> okay, so this was an encounter that was actually followed up by an investigator from the organization, and he adds some notes on there. He went out and met with the person, but I'll read the story first. Okay. It's 2014. This is submitted by another anonymous witness. They were driving home from uh, Turning Stone Casino, which is in Verona, oh, yep. New York. You know where that is? Mm-hmm. I was driving home through the mountains from a concert last night on Route 8 in Hamilton County, New York. And at 12.37 a.m., I hit a creature that was carrying a deer with my car. Wait. They he, hit...
0: He hit... Wait, say that again. He hit what?
1: He hit a creature. Okay. It's carrying, was carrying a... a deer.
0: Oh, and he hit, okay.
1: He hit it with a, hit the Jesus. car.
0: okay.
1: My car is damaged from the hood to the rear by this creature, and I know it is at the least injured, and its DNA may be on my car. The speed limit was 55, and I was not able to stop in time. When I saw the creature, who was carrying a deer, about to step into the roadway... I hit the brakes, but was only able to slow down minimally before impact. I did not really believe in Bigfoot before last night, and I'm still shaken up and have not been able to sh- to share this story with anyone. I wanted to stop and see if the creature was okay, but I was scared out of my wits to stop and get out of the car. Thank God.
0: <laughs> to get out to check if a Bigfoot's okay.
1: You're not walking away. Yeah. The creature was huge, at least seven and a half feet tall, I've seen drawings of such a Bigfoot, and this creature looked similar but had white around his hairline, and his fur was dark brown, almost black. I'm shaking writing this, and I am in such disbelief that this happened to me. I can't even report the accident to the police. I don't know what I will tell my insurance company. But my car is totaled. The creature crushed my windshield, and my windshield wipers together, broke many pieces of the passenger side, and left smears of dirt and blood all over the rear window.
0: The rear window? Yeah. So it must have went over his car?
1: Yeah, sounds wow. like it. Now, this was followed up by BFRO investigator Alan McGargle. I, and this is his, his report. Okay. I met with a witness exactly one year after the accident. The car, which may have contained hair, blood, and tissue from the creature, was totaled by the insurance company and surrendered to them many months prior to our meeting. They were unable to locate any photos of the damage as they were sent, able, sent to the insurance company as well. The witness stated that they attempted the concert alone and did not consume alcohol. We attempted to locate the accident scene but were unsuccessful. On the way home, they were able to identify the location and phoned me with directions. While riding north on Route 8 out of Wells with the thick, dense woods to the east and the Sacandaga River to the west, I arrived. According to the witness, the creature was running from the wood line to the east of Route eight, toward the river on the west side. It was carrying a deer that appeared to be deceased in its outstretched arms when it ran into the road and in front of the approaching car. The front corner on the passenger side car the passenger side of the car hit the creature and the creature slid down the side of the car, causing damage down the whole length of the vehicle. Mm. It's unclear if the deer did most of the damage or the creature. We were unable to locate any physical evidence at the scene. It was very overgrown, and between the snowplows in the winter and mowing in the summer, it was no surprise. I believe the witness to be very truthful, and it's very probable the incident occurred as described. I've spent most summers as a child and teenager living in wells and know it very well. The area is perfect for a large creature to survive, and there are many stories of encounters in Hamilton County and the Adirondacks as a whole. Like we've been talking about. Yeah. It's unfortunate that an investigator was not able to get in contact with the witness sooner to retrieve DNA from the car and investigate the accident scene when it was fresh. Unfortunately, the witness only supplied an email address when the report was submitted. Prior emails reaching out may have been lost or misplaced. It's really hard to image any native New York animal that would be able to carry a deer in its arms while running, let alone a person in a suit. (laughs) The witness has never told anyone about the accident until now, telling the insurance company and their family that they had hit a deer.
0: Yeah, that's uh, seeing something carry a deer. I mean, there's nothing. Actually, I don't think there's anything that I know that can walk on. Bipedal creature that can carry a deer by itself. Yeah. Unless maybe this world's strongest man, but.
1: Deer are pretty heavy, right? Yeah,
0: they're like, yeah. Over 200 pounds.
1: I'll say, like, having lived in Central New York for a little while, uh, when I did, at least, there's there's a lot of winding roads. Yeah. There's always woods on both sides of the road. I could see how you could just turn around a bend. Yep. and, and be
0: right there. and
1: Yeah, not have any time to stop. And the impact from something that's 400 pounds to a car going 55 miles per hour is massive. I'm not surprised the car is totaled.
0: Yeah. It's interesting, though, it has the DNA on the car. Like, it could have been. Like, if the the researcher, I guess, he uh, if he saw it uh, a little bit earlier, they would have got a sample, which is yeah. pretty interesting. But...
1: He met with the witness one year after the incident, yeah. and the insurance company had taken the car it right away. It,
0: yeah. What are they hiding from us? <laughs>
1: I also read a story about a family who has a house in the Catskills. I think it was the Catskills somewhere in New York, around there. Um, And they had one of those basements that leads to outside. Oh, yeah. Their house is on a slope. And the mother was at home with her two kids who were playing in the basement. That was their playroom. Yeah. I don't
0: know. Give me shivers and
1: the the way that the deck the deck was positioned over the basement, and so there were windows above the deck and windows below the deck, and she saw a creature peering under her deck oh into God. the windows where the, the kids were playing, oh. and she kind of she like saw it and then was walking down the hallway and then paused. And then looked back and saw it still peering into the window, oh. into the, the basement. Oh she ran down into the basement, locked the door, and, like, hid the kids. And then, as she was coming back up the stairs with them, it wasn't there oh. anymore. Isn't that terrifying? Yeah, that's
0: a little... Yeah. It gives I you thought, shivers thinking about it. It's just, like, giant creature. Like, even if that was a bear... Just, like, looking at your kids through a window. Yeah. But this ape man is, like, looking through your window, like, hmm, I think it'll be my next meal.
1: I freak out. <laughs> I freak out so bad. There was another report where this girl was, like, this young 12-year-old, 13-year-old, maybe, in Colorado, I think, was home alone. And there was a Bigfoot, like, pacing outside the backyard it was a tiny backyard just pacing outside and like every time it stopped the ground would shake and the mother came home to this girl this was in the 90s so again like not really good phone access yeah the girl was just crying and crying and she called the police and they hadn't come yet they hadn't come for like two hours and she felt like something was just walking around her house it was just like a small cottage. Isn't that That's I, terrifying? There there's no way a door would stop it.
0: No. No, not yeah, and like like that creepy's Bigfoot movie I watched, like and there's a scene where there's a guy, like he closes the door and then the people <laughs> just punches his arm through the <laughs> door and grabs him. And then there's a scene where they're upstairs and they're like listening. You can hear it down in in, in the lower floor. And his hands just come through up through the top, like the, the floor and grab it. I think it's called a bomber hole.
1: Oh, that one you showed me earlier? Yeah,
0: a bomber hole. It gives me uh, nightmares.
1: <laughs> well, Bubba?
0: Yes, Wonton?
1: Have your timbers been shivered?
0: Consider my timbers shivered. Ooh. <laughs> it's a courteous thing to do for our. Loving fans, we will bless you with uh, one of our Squatch Calls by Wontan herself.
1: (laughs) This is the very first Squatch Call we've done 11 years ago now. Hello, listeners. You might want to turn your volume down for this next segment. You've been warned. Ready, Bubba?
0: Yes, Wontan. (laughs) you have now reached the edge of the ether
1: what's next